Welcome to the Leap to Lead podcast. I'm Emily Rogers and I am your host. I'm here to support you to take the leap and lead your life where you want to be. Are you ready to take that leap? Let's get in and hear today's episode. So hello everybody and welcome to this super special interview with Suzanne. Now Suzanne and I have known each other for a little while because she was actually Miss J's teacher in Taipei and then recently moved to Singapore. So we met a while ago but Suzanne started working with me as a client um, earlier this year. So I really wanted to connect with Suzanne and ask her to share her story because it's quite unique um, what she's been able to achieve and I think it might be really interesting for some of you as well. So Suzanne, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been a global nomad for quite a while now. Yeah, I've been overseas since 2009. And back then it was meant to be one year away. And here we are, 2021, two kids later, married to an Australian living in Singapore. So yeah, it's been a bit of a, a whirlwind, but lots of fun. And yeah, I touched base with you, Emily, just over the last sort of year just with various things that happened and I felt like I wasn't doing anything for myself and I read one of your blogs that you posted about and what I can't remember the words you used but it just resonated completely about that's me that's me that's me and honestly I feel like a different person since going through the kickstart course so thank you that's brilliant Suzanne I get tingles when you say things like that (laughs) So you've had a really interesting journey through the work we've done together. Can you reflect back, though, what do you think was stopping you from living your best life? Um, Guilt was the number one thing. Mum guilt at its best. You know, I had a, a daughter in Taipei and I had a year off work and it was just me and her and I felt like nobody could do anything but me. And I felt like I was trying to prove myself as a mum to everyone else. And friends would tell me, do things for yourself. You need to do things for yourself. And I always had that guilt on my shoulders. I can't go out for lunch because I've got a baby. I can't go for a day trip. I've got a baby. I tried to go for a manicure one day and just was overwhelmed with like, heat to energy that I had to leave halfway through and go home and it was just pure guilt so then moving here had my second child and just thought I can't keep doing this my husband said I remember what happened when we had our first and I thought I do not want to be that mum again I need to let go and yeah just working with you just to change my mindset and also not to realize that it was not just me I'm not alone having these feelings and everything that you taught me through the course was not about me as a person but about us as wives as mums as female as humans and it was all just like tick 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 so that massively helped change my mindset to things could happen and yes they will be negative and things are going to happen to stumble but that's the journey take that path And it's up to me to think about those things and to make that change. And I think the small steps that you've taught me, 10 minutes of alone time is 10 minutes of alone time. And those 10 minutes are actually have a massive benefit on everything else that's happening throughout the day. Yeah. I love that. I love love how you've sort of brought it all together in terms of dealing with the mindset challenges 
dealing with being busy because you're actually a full-time teacher your husband's a full-time teacher and you've got now oh your little one's through, uh, six months old and a four-year-old just turned four so you've got young children you're both working full-time there is a lot going on and when you say you know I'm dealing with mindset challenges you're dealing with a really really busy life as well and you've been able to navigate that so your journey was a little bit different to other people who have done the kickstart life though what did you achieve by doing the program um definitely achieved taking time for me and reigniting my passions I've always had an interest in like arts and craft just as a hobby base nothing professional and I put that aside for my children, put that aside for my job, put that aside when I met my husband. And it was just giving me that time again to think, you know, I really do still have that inside me somewhere and I had to dig deep to get it out. And since, what, when did we connect? Maybe it'll be coming up for a year probably. And since then, you know, I've got the paintbrushes out again. I've started to doodle again. I've started to, you know, even just color in pictures. And doing a lot of that with my daughter, but also realizing it's not about doing it for her, it's about doing it for me. And being on maternity leave, I did take time to go and, you know, buy myself some new art and craft bits and bobs and sat down and, yeah, I'm into photography again. So I'm doing things with my photos, not just taking them on my phone, actually thinking about, you know, what do I want to take? What do I want to look like? How am I going to present them once it's done? So all these things, and the biggest thing for me was realizing, like, again, those 10 minutes. Don't put pressure on yourself to have an hour, two hours, half a day. And so those 10 minutes are so important to get organized. And then the next day, maybe another 10 minutes to think about what I'm going to do. And then gradually over the time, it's come to, you know, I can sit down for half an hour, 40 minutes of me time and do something that I love. And it's helped. Yeah, I can't go on enough how much it's helped. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, Suzanne, because it's not just for your hobbies. You, you're doing it with your physical activity and getting exercise as well. And I think as mums, especially if you're working full time and with young children, you know, we get this mental block. I need to find an hour in my day, which you don't. You can just take 15 minutes here and there and it can you can build it into a bigger picture. And I think that's wonderful that you've been able to do that. Yeah, the other thing as well, I just thought now, was when meal times. That was a nightmare. And I used to dread it, and it was literally, you know, five o'clock. Get our daughter from school. The baby would probably be crying. He was still being fully fed from me, and it was what we're going to have for dinner. What's in the freezer? What's in the fridge? Okay, rustle something up. There's dinner. Whereas now you've taught me plan ahead. <laughs> so we have a weekly shop. You know, I write down. I think what we're we going to have for dinner, and I do backwards whereas before I would get things in and then think what are we going to make from this but now it's this is what I want to make this is what I need and that seemed when you even when you said that to me it seemed something so small and I really didn't think much of it I thought really that's so easy but until I did it, I was like wow why have I not done that before and of course I turned it into a negative of why have I not done that before why have I been stressing out and I was like no stop Let's make this as a new, this is the new path. And this is the way we're going to do things from now on. So that's hugely as well. That's brilliant, Suzanne. I love that. I was actually only talking to a client last week about, you've got to plan your meals. <laughs> so I'm glad that it's working for you. <laughs> 
So a lot of what you're talking about is, you know, you've been dealing with mindset challenges and the tendency that you had to make things into a negative. What do you think has been the biggest takeaway for you in terms of doing the program and the work that we've been doing together in the coaching in terms of managing your mindset, what's your biggest takeaway? Okay. Realizing that it's not me alone. Realizing that, I mean, we call her Amy in our head, realizing that there's, something in your brain that makes you have these feelings and we can push her aside we have to recognize her and we have I mean I'm calling her her we have to recognize this I don't know how would you put it yeah I call yeah, her. yeah. <laughs> Amy's there for a reason she's there to challenge her she's there to trip us up and it's up to us to recognize her move on and sometimes we can't move on we have to deal with it and that's life but it's just knowing that that's happening and it's knowing what got to that stage. I mean, COVID, you know, there's lots of issues in there every day. I have little moments of why are we in Singapore? My family's far away. No one can come to visit. So all these issues keep cropping up, but it's just not to hone in on that, you know, to go, well, this is what's happening. What can I do that I have a, an effect, you know, so I can't see my parents, but what can I do to feel connected? So I sent them flowers. I can't see my sister, but what can I do? Well, I phone her. She's only a couple of hours. She's in Australia, a couple of hours away. Time zone's not an issue. Okay, my other sister's in the UK. What can I do for her? Rather than she can't come to visit. She was planning to. I was planning to visit her. I can't do that. Don't think about that. Think about what I can do. So send a little gift. Lovely. You know, just. Those little things are actually having a massive impact on not just me, my whole family. It's keeping us connected. Actually, I was going to ask you that because obviously dealing with your mindset challenges and, and being able to shift yourself into a positive frame of mind, it doesn't just affect you. It affects the people around you. What have you seen as the impact on the people around you? In a way, it's made, well, we've got some close friends here in Singapore and it's made that bond even tighter because we don't have family here. The other side of that, it's been very difficult to make friends because of COVID and the restrictions and we can't socialise and everything. But I guess having the children, it's had a big impact because my daughter's made friends. So I've connected with the parents on a probably a bigger level than I would have before. And it's forcing us to push ourselves out there and to make these little small memories you know, before it was like, well, we loved traveling, we loved experiences, we loved all this. But now it's, well, we go to the Singapore Museum, we go to the water park. And all these things are our memories now that we have to create. So, yeah. yeah, I love that. I love the creating memories. It's so important, especially when you are in a time like this and you can't do things the way you want to. Yeah. It is important to create memories. So what do you think? What, what, what's something that came out of the work we've done together that you didn't anticipate? Um, trying to think. I didn't anticipate the change to happen so quickly, to be honest. And I didn't anticipate the impact of just writing something down. I, I've always been told, write it down. And I am a visual learner. And with work, and these are things I do with the kids all the time, write your feelings down, draw a picture but I'd never done it for me. So something that came out was just, you know, a little doodle, a little jotting. And the impact that has on me was huge. And I found from doing that, 
and visually seeing the words on paper, it's made me realise that, I, I mean, I keep saying I'm not alone, and it's actually made me open up a lot more. Prior to this, my mum knew me and my husband knew me. And I think, honestly, that would probably be it. My sisters were good at reading me. But now I think I've got these feelings, I've got these negative, positive, whatever it might be, and I'm much more open to being honest with my friends and colleagues at work, how I'm feeling. I'm not, I used to be embarrassed, and I feel like that embarrassment's been pushed aside, and that's something I didn't think I would be able to feel so quickly to make that change. Oh, that's brilliant, yeah. Suzanne. I've got tingles again listening to you. <laughs> That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So tell me, what are you focusing on now? How are you using the work we've done together? So we we're on holiday at the moment and using the work to realise I can walk out the house and not have the guilt. I can send my eldest to school, not have the guilt. I can do things for me as a family, not have the guilt. It's it's all the same thing because for me it's so huge and it was something that I didn't realize I had so much of until that weight was lifted and it was kind of I just I remember um the it was the module with Oprah Winfrey that was a big one for me and she was saying about the path and if your life's a journey and your life your journey is different to everyone else and you what happens on that journey is up to you and yes things happen and to you know push you on a negative path and things can happen in positives that you might not have had an impact. I don't know how to put it into words. But yeah, that was huge. And I think for me, just realising that life is a journey and it's up to me what happens on that journey. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know, just positives and negatives and deal with it, but be open about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if my husband would agree, but I feel like I am being more open. <laughs> He was often in the background when we were having our conversations. <laughs> He's funny. Um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's really brilliant. And that Oprah one you're talking about is when she talks about doing the next right step. So it's fine. This is your journey. This is your path. You've got to this point. Now decide what's the next right step for you. What's the next right thing? And I think that's such a wonderful way to look at life. Time to stop and breathe and reflect as well, rather than just plummet through what's what's you know, what's, what do I have to do tomorrow? What's next week? What's next month? Yeah. The now. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think it's beautiful, Suzanne, because I think what's really important and why I wanted to talk to you about your experience is because your outcome is so uh, different to other people that I've worked with where it's been about returning to work or it's been about, um, you know, creating something for themselves. But for you, it was really about, I've got my full-time job. I love what I do as a profession. I love my family, but I have nothing for me. And it was yeah. about carving out that space for your for your interests and your hobbies and your passions, mm -hmm. which is so beautiful. Is there anything else that you wanted to add in terms of? Yeah, I think for me, because it wasn't a business plan, uh, you know, it wasn't anything like that, that for me had a definite end. And I think that's why I was struggling so much that, you know, well, it's my passion, just push it aside because these things are more important. But what I've learned is actually my passion is creating the other things to happen in a more positive way. So the fact that I'm having 20 minutes of, even if it's just browsing in the art supply bit in the shop, you know, that's my time and I'm doing it for me and I might not buy anything, but I've got, you know, like browsing on Pinterest or whatever. It's my time. And doing that has created, 
actually extra time it feels like which it's not at all it's the same amount of time in the day but I feel like I've got more time to do all the other mundane things I'll call them you know day-to-day family jobs happen a lot easier because I'm taking time for myself and because you're in a better space for yourself anyone that's out there that's in that same situation I would you know 100% say look after yourself first you know connect with Emily she's amazing at just just the way you talk things through and you make things feel at ease you make us well you definitely made me feel that I could say whatever there was no judgment at all in any of the modules we did any of the discussions we had yeah it was just I just like oh that big sigh of relief (laughs) honestly that's exactly how I feel (laughs) oh you're beautiful Oh, that's wonderful, Suzanne. I really, I really love the way you share what you've done because, as I said, it is different to other people's journeys. But I think the fact that you just put trust and confidence in the process and you've got the outcomes for yourself. But as you said, it, it's ongoing because it's, it, this is how you want to manage your life going forward as well. So it doesn't just end there. Especially, you know, being a teacher, a primary teacher at that as well, it's all about the children. So you put on this... We all, we all call it game face. You know, it's like acting. You walk in the morning, you might have had a terrible night's sleep. Something might have happened in your family, but you walk into that classroom. First child walks in and you're, hey, morning, how are you? It's all about them. And so I've done exactly the same in my job, in my home life. It's all about my children. And it's like, well, no, you've got to put the wall down. And I was starting to do that with a few colleagues in Taipei, you know, really sort of confiding in them when I had, moments but obviously as soon as you're in that classroom you can't sit in the corner and cry you can't take out your anger or whatever negative emotion it is you have to put on that brave face for the children so it's just realizing that the negative feelings you have are normal yeah and there are ways that you can change it and there's things that you can do and like going back to that when you told me do something for you and I said I don't have time and you said 10 minutes Suzanne and I thought, that's ridiculous. There's no way you can feel that good after 10 minutes. And I did. <laughs> but, and, but you've managed to grow it as well. As, you, as you've taken those chunks of time, you've exactly. been able to, to grow that as well, which I think is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just a huge impact. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate, as I said, your trust and confidence in the process and and achieving this amazing outcome for yourself, but also for your family. I think it's wonderful. Okay, thank you too. Massive thanks. Can't thank you enough. (laughs) Gorgeous. (laughs)